Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 70. Hey, boss ladies. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey, y'all. I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love, and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit aubreymathis.com. Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom, so join us and lose the cape. Good morning. We are so excited to welcome you back to another episode of the podcast, episode 70 with Lose the Cape. Today we are bringing you Stacy Tushel, who is a powerhouse among female entrepreneurs. She provided so much information, I could hardly even get enough of it in this interview. We talk about launches, we talk about live conferences, we talk about how she built a brick-and-mortar million-dollar business uh, starting at the age of 18, and then how she's gone on to also build a very profitable, successful digital business as well. So if you are a female entrepreneur looking for guidance and information on how to do that yourself, you need to tune in and take notes. Stacy is amazing. We're also excited to help her promote her upcoming live conference event in Milwaukee, which is going to be April 26th and 27th. If you'd like to find out more information about that, you can head on over to losethecape.com forward slash empire. This is an event you don't want to miss. If you're not able to attend her live event in Milwaukee, then you definitely want to check out her free five-day brand to expand challenge, and you can find that at losethecape.com forward slash five day. You definitely want to check out at least one of her programs. She is such a powerhouse and has so much information to share. So enjoy this interview with Stacy. Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. Today, we are bringing you Stacey Tushel, who is a business coach and author of Is Your Business Worth Saving? A question I'm sure many of us ask ourselves on a regular basis. Uh, she's also creator of the Business Rescue Roadmap, a practical improvement system of assessing your business and pulling it back from the brink of failure. As an experienced entrepreneur, speaker, and business coach, Stacy tailored the Business Rescue Roadmap to address both the inner and outer struggles experienced by women in business. Entrepreneurs from multiple industries and in locations around the world have used Stacy's time-tested practices and strategic roadmaps to develop the businesses of their dreams and rescue their sanity along the way. So thank you, Stacy, so much for being here. It's, it's an honor to have you on the, on the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm super excited to be here too, Alexa. So I'm, I'm excited to dive in. Well, so, okay. So you don't just all of a sudden become an internationally recognized person. So <laughs> how, how did this all come about? What led you to this? Yeah. So well, my story really starts from the time that I was 18. So I, and before that, even I have grown up in an entrepreneurial family. So um, we have a family business that's over already 45 years old. I'm younger than that. So I have always grown up in business. And then when I was 18, I wanted to keep teaching. I, want, I wanted to be teaching dance. I was taking dance in high school. I didn't want to give it up. So I said, okay, well, I could probably, you know, create a middle school dance team and, and teach them. 
So I started teaching dancers in my parents' backyard when I was 18 <laughs> of high school. And within three years, I had 100 kids coming to the backyard. Holy moly. Yeah, so I decided, <laughs> okay, maybe I have a business here. And because I had grown up in this entrepreneurial family, they were very supportive and they were giving me the ideas and saying, maybe you could make money with this. Maybe this could be your career. So, you know, fast forward, this is almost 15 years ago now. Um, I have two performing arts academies in the Milwaukee area. Wow. Uh, 900 plus dancers that come to our facilities, um, both locations, commercial buildings that I own, a team of 40. We gross over a million dollars a year. Like wow. it just is mind blowing <laughs> that we're doing this with dance classes, right? So and, and the last couple of years, I decided, not even just decided, people were coming to me saying, how are you doing this? How uh -huh. are you doing <laughs> Help us build our business. because yeah, we were looking at it going, this is a hobby. How is she doing her hobby and making it be this? So I started coaching people for fun and for free. And then I realized maybe I have a business here too. And um, in the last year and a half, I would say I came out into the online space and started coaching other female entrepreneurs while I still have the seven-figure business. So all of that is still going on. That's amazing. So you are truly, you're a unicorn, somebody who's nailed the brick and mortar and yeah. digital atmosphere. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, okay. So I just want to jump right into this now because I know you, um, at the time of recording, you've just about to complete a digital launch yes. and then you have a big conference coming up as well. So do you want to talk about the conference? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So just finishing up a launch. Oh my goodness. Launches are, they're amazing because <laughs> they have this cool, they have this great result, but it's a lot of work. Yes. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm truly exhausted. So, um, that just finished, but yes, we have this live event coming up at the end of April, April 26th and 27th. It's called She's Building Her Empire Live, and I'm super excited. It's, it's just two days jam-packed with a, a ton of female entrepreneurs coming. We're looking at about 100 people for the event for the size, nice. and then we've got some incredible speakers coming too, so there's going to be at least five other industry experts there teaching on things like virtual summits, podcasting. Um, Dana Malstaff from Boss Mom is going to be coming and speaking, so Great. a good range. Josh Elledge from Up NPR. Um, I'm, I'm super, super excited. That sounds like a great list. I was on your website and I saw all the different experts and I was thinking, I wish it wasn't so far away from me. I know. Where is it so that people know if yeah. they want to attend? So it's in Milwaukee and um, it's my hometown. It's where I've, I've grown up and we have this gorgeous location called the Black Swan. It is this old, right on the Milwaukee River downtown, this old 1800s building that they've mm. just recently restored. And it is just, it's beautiful. It's not your typical conference hotel room. Nice. Um, so I'm really excited. And it's just, it's going to be such a great two days to really help kind of jumpstart your business, you know, back up again. Sometimes we just get in these ruts and it's really great to go to a live event and get that momentum back. Absolutely. Will you be doing um, breakout sessions or is it all going to be um, just keynote speaker type yeah. So we have keynote speakers, but then we do have one session of a breakout session that we will have people coming and sharing their expertise as well. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to um, find out more information about that conference, you can go to losethecape.com forward slash empire and sign up to get your tickets if you're within the Milwaukee area. And uh, we're excited to support you on that. I would, I would love to be there. Maybe, maybe next time you do it because yeah, there will be a next time, right? Yeah. This is our, <laughs> this is our second annual event. Oh. So we'll, Great. We'll be doing this annually, um, eventually, probably every six months, but right now it's just an annual event. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. This year we have people coming from all over. 
Mm-hmm. Um, somebody coming from London. So the fact wow. that people are traveling this far, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, that's a big deal. When somebody's yeah. willing to invest the time from another country, yes. not just Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, right. sorry to our Canadian friends. Yeah. I'm not downplaying you. It's yeah, just yeah. not quite the hardship. Right. <laughs> Out of the country, then you're like, listeners. Canada. Yeah, right, right, right. It, it feels like the same thing. Canada's and it's funny like our because, twin sister. So. Yes, totally. <laughs> It's funny because I, I think when I go to like brag about something, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I tell my husband something and he's like, cool. I don't know what that means. Or I don't know who that is. Or, and, and I went, somebody's coming from London and he like, that's something he yes. can get. He's going, yes. really? somebody's flying in from London to hear you talk. Like that just seems crazy to me. So it's kind of cool when things like that happen because he does get it right. That yeah. that's something you can understand. Absolutely. So, okay, let's talk about she's building her empire. What is that? Because that's uh, your digital program, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. And it's really my overall brand. So we have a podcast, she's building her empire. We have an academy. Um, It's it's really kind of something that I had been brewing for a while and not knowing the name. You know, I, I wanted to help people who wanted to grow these businesses and not just a side hustle, you know, not, and it's okay if you want a side hustle, but there are people out there that don't just want to do this for fun on the side. They really want this to be their income and they want to support their family. And to me, it was, how do I relay that message? And and what are the phrases? And empire kept popping up. And I I just love that word. And I thought, truly, this is what we're building here. This is what we're doing. Um, And and I believe in diversification. So my empire is more than just one thing. So I'm trying to help other women. How do you build that? How do you do that? So that you really have, you know, you don't have all of your eggs in one basket, right? Because that's really important too. Mm -hmm. So what types of, um, you offer like a group coaching program and what types of things yeah. do you do through that program? Yeah. So we have a self-study. Um, we start there just because not everybody can afford to work with somebody or in a group. So I always want to make sure I have that as well. Um, but the group coaching program is definitely something where my heart is in because I love not just giving information, but really being able to help you along the way. So the self-study course, you know, if you're in it, you might get stuck. Who do you ask? Where do you go? Maybe you have somebody, maybe you don't. So the group coaching program is great to be surrounded by other like-minded women. And then as well, if you have questions, they can ask me any questions they have as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, doing all of this stuff while raising a family. Mm-hmm. So how many children do you have and how old are they? Yeah, I have two girls. I have an 18-month-old and a four-year-old. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize your youngest was so young. Yes. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. See, I was, I don't know why I was under the impression your kids were older, maybe because I can't get my crap together when (laughs) I'm thinking she's doing all this stuff. She's but wow, four and 18 months old. How, Mm -hmm. how, how do you do this? I know. And it's so funny because I, I forgot how hard it was with a baby. I mean, my 18 month old, I finally feel like she's getting at a stage where, okay, we're getting there. It's getting easier. But a couple months ago, I was still not sleeping through the night and going crazy, going, how do I do all of this? And I think my biggest thing that I realized is sleep is like the number one most important thing I need. Mm -hmm. And it was tough when she wasn't sleeping through the night. And now that she is and everything is good, I have to make sure that I am not losing that sleep. So I'm very adamant about getting eight hours of sleep every night. Yeah, that's, it's really important. I've had a couple of sick kids this week and we have not been sleeping well and I feel... I've returned to the mom bee state. <laughs> Your brain yes. just doesn't function there. What, do you have help? Do you have, um, do they go to childcare or have yeah, a nanny? So this was kind of something where I was like, ah, I just don't know about this. So I, <laughs> I attempted the nanny when my first was born 
and it wasn't working. She was coming to our house and she could hear my voice. She'd come knocking on my office door. Yeah. It was just, it was too hard. So then we ended up switching to daycare, like an in-home daycare that's really close by. Mm-hmm. A family friend we've known for a long time. And I started with one day a week and then realized this is like the best day ever. I'm getting so much fun. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start to two. And then I actually recently, so they had been doing just two days. And then when my youngest was born, my youngest is just attached to me. If she is, if she sees me, she, I have to be holding her. Like that mm-hmm. is how she is. So I had to go, I started doing three days a week because I needed that time to get to, to work. And I like working. Yeah. I'm a better mom when I'm not working and getting to hang out with them and not having to feel like I need to jump on my computer. I feel exactly the same way. And we yeah. had the same struggle. I had a, a nanny coming to the house and it just, I mean. It was it, hard. Yeah. If they know you're there, they're going mm-hmm. to. And then we wound up, she wound up getting a full-time job. So I've been having them at ho- at home from about three o'clock on every day, okay. which I, for a long time, was still doing uh, interviews and recording course things and, and yeah. never, never failed. There's a child screaming in the background or running across naked. And I'm like, <laughs> yesterday I was doing an interview with someone and two of them were homesick and she was in here like nonstop. And I said, this is why I work with moms because they, they uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you saw the video of the poor guy being interviewed on BBC the professor and the kids come busting in and he's just like sitting there like, I can't function. I don't know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I, That's um, my world. <laughs> I did a Facebook live the other day on a Sunday. So my kids are home. Yeah. People should know that, you know? So I, I let them jump on with me and they were horrible. It was like, they were <laughs> acting out way worse than normal. And somebody's like, Oh, don't worry about it. I'm tuning them right out. I don't even hear <laughs> them in the background. <laughs> I uh, know it's crazy. That's that's the world of mompreneurs, huh? Yes, yes. So um, you must have it to be able to only to do all of this stuff in three yeah. days. Still blows my mind. So you must have some fairly good systems, processes, yeah. and automations. So yes, tell definitely. us about your favorite tools. <laughs> yeah, and and I do have a little bit of help on those like Tuesday, Thursdays when they don't go to daycare. So my husband is actually a second shifter, so he's home during the day. Sometimes. Oh wow. So he'll kind of watch them a few hours while I'm doing work and stuff. But my Tuesdays and Thursdays are not nearly as productive as my Mondays. Sure. Because they're home, right? So um, one of the things that I can tell you too is because when people look at me and they're like, oh, she's doing all of this stuff. And I also own like residential and commercial real estate. (laughs) But but my point is I started with one thing. And after that thing was up and running, and I always say it's a well-oiled machine, when that was working, then I added something else and mm-hmm. I got that working and then I added something else. So you can't just go in and think you're going to do everything all at once. Like that what? is not going <laughs> to work. It's kind of like social media, right? I always say to people, just jump on Facebook and master Facebook, then right. switch to other platforms. If you think you're going to do Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Pinterest and start at the same time, right. it's going to fall apart. Yep. Same thing with business. So you, you master it then you diversify so that's been big for me. Um, but one of the things for me too is I, I'm building a team. And I saw, you know, one of my mentors very early on, I've had a coach for a very long time, said to me, if you really want to build this to the level you want to build it, you need a team and you need to start delegating. Mm-hmm. So I've been delegating and hiring employees and contractors for over a decade. And, you know, as you're building that team, so yes, I have a team of 40 in my brick and mortar, but I hired them one at a time. 
you hire, you set them up, you get those systems in place, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. they're self-sufficient, you hire another person, you get mm -hmm. them up and running, and all of a sudden they start making money for your business and you can invest that money back into the business. So it really is the snowball effect, but right. it's one step, one step at a time, one person at a time. And what about for your digital business, for your online yeah. business? Um, are you asking same thing about my team and stuff? Uh, team and like um, what systems and tools do you like to oh, use the most? Yeah, definitely. So I actually just did a Facebook Live on this because I think sometimes we go out and we buy everything. We, we see everybody <laughs> using it. We're like, oh, I need this. Oh, I've been there too. Just, I was the worst. The, the, my biggest disadvantage coming into my, this business was I already had money. And I blew so much money because I thought I needed everything, right? So that can be a disadvantage to have money coming into something like this. Right. Bootstrapping. I wish I was bootstrapping because I blew money left and right. And you don't need to be. I mean, it's actually pretty unbelievable how an online business can survive off of $100 a month of expenses. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally as little as something like that. So any, I told you. <laughs> that's okay. So anything, I mean, you can start an online business for free. It's just, it's crazy what you can do with Facebook Live and Facebook groups and free email providers. I mean, there's so many things yeah. you can do. So I would say, you know, start small with those tools and then level up when you're bringing in money and the time is right. So I, I'm on your email list and I've been seeing all of your gorgeous uh, sales emails and everything oh. coming out about your launch. Yeah. What do you use for your sales pages and launches? Yeah, great question. So that was a big investment. That was me saying, okay, the time, it's now time to level up. I'm bringing in money. Where do I invest that? So I did invest that into a copywriter who was mm -hmm. writing, I mean, like you said, they're gorgeous. And what's mm -hmm. funny is I met her through somebody else. And I was on this person's sales page going, I need this. Yes. I need whatever that website is because that, well, I wanted to buy this product just because of how amazing the web page was. So. I'm sorry. One second. Yep. Here. Ella, I'm recording right now, honey. Take it out to the other room and don't come back in again. Oh, I thought you said the computer. Yeah. Tell Brayden to let you play something. Okay, close the door. Take Mia out with you. Mia, out. Go, go. Close the door. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, what were, let me, let's see. This is the launch uh, pages you were talking about. And it's 1121, so I remember yeah. we're about 20 minutes in. Okay, all right, so you hired, you hired this wonderful copywriter, yes. and then um, what uh, system do you use for all of that? Yeah, so that's great. So with the copywriter, she's giving me a lot of content. And it's not something where it just goes into my, my email provider and it goes out. I have to read it. I have to make sure that it really is and feels like me. And the cool thing is in the beginning when you work with a copywriter, they're really following you and they're understanding what you're doing. And, and you're the ones putting the words in their mouth. You know, you're mm -hmm. saying, who's your ideal person? What are their struggles? What are their fears? What are their biggest hopes and aspirations? So you're the ones feeding information to the copywriter. And I think a lot of times people think it's the opposite, like the copywriter's right. making it up, right? Right. So she'll create it after I've told her what I'm looking for. And then I go in and I tweak and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't say this word. That doesn't really sound like me, right? <laughs> you know, certain things like that. So you are still putting the final touches on it. But let me tell you, it's so much easier to tweak something than it is to build it from scratch. 
You know, and I would love to um, interject in this because I started out my VA business as a copywriter. And I'm so glad that you understand that process because a lot of people do just expect, well, I hired a copywriter. They're going to know exactly how to write with in a way that sounds like me. And it, it can be very frustrating for a copywriter if you're like, well, just write it. I like, I'm, I had, I, I like sounding funky and spunky. And I'm like, well, what does that mean to you? Does right. that, right. Know, my idea of spunky might be quite a bit different than yours. Right. Well, and it's, it's kind of like this, this process that, you know, as we go, we're both learning about each other. So, exactly. you know, when she puts something in there, I'm like, listen, I wouldn't say that word or I've, I mm-hmm. do not say that word or I don't swear, but sometimes people think the word like crap isn't a swear word. Well, I'm like, I don't even say the word crap. So I don't <laughs> want it in my copy. You know what right. I mean? So even little things like that, now she knows, don't put that in there. Like, I wouldn't say that. That's not my brand. That's not who I am. That's not how I sound. So she's learning. And the longer we work together, the more, the less tweaks I have to make. And that's another reason why you basically get into a marriage with your copywriter. When you find one that you like, you stick with them for life. (laughs) Right. You're not hopping around copywriter to copywriter. No No way. Yeah. It it is just as difficult as training your husband. (laughs) Not switching it up. That's funny. Um, and what about in terms of uh, organizing your team? Do you like to use, are you a Trello user? I am a Trello user. <laughs> I am, um, I, you know, I, at first it took me a while to really like Trello. Me I, too. I, I, I wasn't into it. And then what I think the reason I started doing it was because I work with a lot of contractors and a lot of my contractors were using it. So I oh, didn't really, really have an option. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of going, okay, well, if they're using it, I kind of need to learn how to do it. So I ended up switching completely and now my team loves it Mm -hmm. because we feel like we've been forced to really learn how to make it work. So it has been really helpful. Voxer is another tool that we Mm -hmm. were obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like even just thinking when you ask me a question and I have to like type this out for this much of a paragraph. Now we just go, I'm going to Vox you the answer to this. And we Mm -hmm. jump on Voxer, which is a free app that you can voice memo. And it's, it's super helpful. So my team uses it a lot. It's funny with the Voxer app because, um, uh, so I'm in Dana's coaching group coaching program and, and, and she, um, she was all about Voxer and I joined at the first launch. So I've been in her her program for a while, but I was like, I don't really get it. I don't know that I want to use my phone like a walkie talkie. I'm not going to do this. But then when I started using it, I was like, this is so cool. And we can communicate in real time. And if they're not there, I can just leave this long message and it works great for interaction with my copywriter. Cause I'm like, I don't want to type all of this stuff up. It takes no. too much time. So yeah. I'm a fan. I am a yeah. fan now. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Uh, anything else that you use that you really recommend? Um, I would, I mean, I'm a big Google calendar fan. So like mm. Trello is really more for projects, but mm-hmm. my schedule, my everything, my little to-do list, that is all inside of my calendar. So um, I'm, I've always been a big Google calendar Gmail fan just because there's so many functions inside of there. One tool that I've been loving and my email that I want to mention is there is a new extension for Chrome and it's called, I think it's just called pause or pause your inbox. Where, yes. Because, okay, you can't not be in your email inbox sometimes all day long because there's stuff you have to do in your inbox, right? right. So you can actually pause your inbox where you can say, only release emails at noon or at four or at nine, whenever you want. It'll release it whenever. And it'll even set up an autoresponder if you want to tell people that your inbox is paused. So you could say, hey, I'm not checking this till noon. If it's urgent, call me or, you know, something like that. 
So what's cool about this is I can now be in my email inbox, get all my stuff done, and I'm not like overwhelmed or distracted by that mm -hmm. one email that pops in. And then I start doing this one, and then I start going over here, and then I'm on Facebook, and I'm going, <laughs> oh, where, where am I? What was I just doing? How did I get here, right? The rabbit hole. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's funny. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I am easily distracted. Yeah. So that sounds like a perfect, uh, I'll be adding that as soon as we get off of yeah, this interview. <laughs> it has changed my life these past couple months using it. Wonderful. So, okay, let's uh, shift gears a little bit back to talking to uh, digital entrepreneurs. So if you could give one or two pieces of advice to someone who's maybe within the first year of their business and kind of struggling to get to that growth point, what, what would you do to help them grow? Yeah. So I think everybody always hears like, you've got to grow your list. You've got to get more people <laughs> on your email list, right? That's like, how, how many times can we hear it? But what's crazy is a lot of those people are still not growing their list. They're thinking, but I'll just grow my Facebook group or I'll just grow this. But the whole point is we need their emails. We need their emails. And like right. when you hire an amazing copywriter, the only people seeing it are the people on your email list. So right. I would say, Yes, you need to be doing a lot of different things, but simultaneously, you need to be growing your list and you need to be figuring out what is your list builder and how are you going to be doing it? Is it Facebook ads? Is it Facebook groups constantly promoing your stuff? You need to have like this organic and paid strategy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do $5 or a couple dollars a day on Facebook. So why not have a really great freebie and stick some money to it? So I am a big fan of you know, constantly growing your list because when you go to do, you've seen me do big launches, yeah. those launches mean nothing if there are not people on my email list, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I would add to that, once you grow your list, make sure you're actually communicating with your list. Mm -hmm. yes. I've, I've been terrible about that. I actually grew my list and then did nothing with it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big no-no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you send out an email and they're like, Alexa, who, why am I getting an email from you? Unsubscribe. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. um, no, and I truly believe in sending them at least one email a week. And mm -hmm. I like the consistent day and time. I think it's great. Like if you're sending them randomly here, randomly there, it's almost like they, they don't know your consistency. They don't know when it's coming. And then it feels like she's always sending me emails. Whereas if, if you just send it every Tuesday, they feel that they know that it's not that big of a deal versus right. all over the place. Right, exactly. And what types of content do you put in your emails? So I try to repurpose as much stuff as I can. So I do a lot of Facebook Lives. I do a lot of podcasts. Even once a week, I'm just featuring one of those episodes or one of those Facebook Lives, and I just send them back over there. Mm -hmm. So if you're active on social media, there's probably something that you can push or promote that way. That's a great idea. I love yeah. the repurpose because people get That's so cool. overwhelmed with not knowing what to do, what to share. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I would like to ask you about Facebook Live. So how have you seen your, um, your interaction and engagement grow since you've started doing Facebook Live? So Facebook Live felt like a very slow start for me, and I probably should have put ads to them faster than I did. Mm -hmm. um, but Facebook Live is like my number one favorite thing that I'm doing out of everything, including my podcast. So before it was like, I would, today, I recorded a podcast on Facebook Live, and you actually can see me with my mic, and I'm talking, and my, it'll, it'll air on, obviously, Facebook Live first, and then my podcast later, but we're actually going to be doing that in the future, where every time I jump on Facebook Live, we're going to grab that audio, and then repurpose it on the podcast. That's so great. We're, actually, we're getting a larger reach on Facebook Live than we are on the podcast, because we can put paid ads 
to those videos. You mm -hmm. can't put paid ads on iTunes to get people to listen, right? You can do it on Facebook, but why not just put them to your Facebook Live because Facebook loves pushing Facebook Lives. Yes. And so do you do these lives off of your Facebook page or in your group yeah. or both? So we, I do most of them on my fan page, my business mm -hmm. fan page, and then I share it. So my assistant jumps on with me and she shares it to my Facebook group while I'm doing it. Oh, awesome. So that is really helpful because you can't put a Facebook ad inside of a Facebook group. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So then it feels like I'm in both places, but the most important one is the reach and engagement is on the fan page and that helps. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I might have a video view that organically has 300 views in like the first couple of hours. But what's great about that is last time we did that, we stuck about $30 to that video and all of a sudden we had 3000 views. So it can really skyrocket how many people are seeing you when you put a little bit of money towards it too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, when you record your podcast while you're doing your Facebook lives, sorry, I'm just totally picking your yeah. brain here because yeah, um, I tried to do it one time and I'm sitting here with my phone holding my phone and how, how okay. did you do that? So great question. So I have, I, I have a mount for my phone. So I am specifically like, let's say my, my phone is like right here. So okay. I'm sitting here talking to my phone. I actually have notes on my computer. So I will glance just to kind of bullet point to make sure I'm organized with my thoughts, but I'm not reading. I mean, it's, I, right. it's very genuine to it. And my microphone is usually sitting right here and I actually have my real mic, but it would usually even almost look like it might look just like that. So they can mm -hmm. see me talking into it. I actually want it visible because I want them to know I'm recording it. Right. Because they might be like, hi, Stacey. Hi, Stacey. And they're like, why is she saying hi? <laughs> and I want them to know like I'm strategically waiting. So sometimes in the middle of it, I will stop to engage and then my editor can cut that chunk out. Right. You know, so that helps too. Um, but it, it's a different feel on the podcast. You don't want to be engaging nonstop to people that aren't on the podcast, you know? Right. So it's, it's a really easy way though to repurpose. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Noted. Yes. <laughs> okay. So before we um, wrap up the interview, I want to talk about your book and okay. how that came about and what's in it and wh where people can get it. Yeah, definitely. So the book was interesting. First of all, it was one of those things where a lesson learned, I felt like you needed a book to come out into the online space. Like if I was going to be an expert, <laughs> I needed a book, right? Like completely. I mean, yes, it helps. It gives me credibility. I'm getting speaking gigs because of it. People ask about it all the time. They talk about it, but you don't need it to get started. Right. Right. So that was kind of why I did it. However, I love my book and it is a great tool. Every time I go to a live event, I give it away for free. It's a great freebie to say, Hey, check me out. People that maybe wouldn't look at a business card. They're like, I'm going to read this. And then they read it and now all of a sudden they're calling me or they're messaging me. So the book has been a really great tool. I just didn't realize what I was getting into at the time and what it would really, what the outcome would look like. So what's great about it is the reason I even started it was, is your business worth saving? Is people always go, that's a weird question. Who would <laughs> buy a book like that? First of all, let me tell you, there are so many people secretly asking themselves that question. Oh yeah. And <laughs> or I, not so secretly. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> So when I launched that book, um, this past September, we sold 13,000 copies in the first 24 hours. Holy moly. Yes. Stacey, I am telling we'll you. We'll have to talk about that launch strategy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am telling you that question relates to a lot of like resonates to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They're going, you're right. I'm not making money. Should I be doing this? Do I give up? What should I do? So to me, I wrote that book for the person who really wants to save that business. And I'm going, here's what you need to do. 
So we dive into marketing, we dive into money, you know, we dive into your team, we dive into automation. So I'm giving you the tools for if your answer is yes, I want to save this, here you go. Read this book. We'll get you through there. So that was the whole point of it um, because it is a really common question and there are people yeah. struggling. Good people that have great products and programs and services and they cannot get their business to start making money. Yes. Well, I know that it took me a long time to get going. Yeah. Lots of distractions, but I'm so yeah. glad you gave us a copy at the Boss Mom Retreat. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving that to the top of my list of, bo of business books to read. Thanks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll definitely post my review when I'm done with it. Yeah. But um, well, this has been so much great information and I guess I would just ask you in closing, mm -hmm. what is the biggest thing from will it fly or should I save my business? <laughs> what did I just come up? Is that, the, that's not the title, is it? Uh, my, it's, is your business worth saving? Is your business, will yes. it fly is the one from, <laughs> okay, edit this out, 1135. <laughs> Whoopsie. I don't, I had both of the books sitting next to each other. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. okay. So okay. now I'm combining titles. Okay. That's okay. All right. So if you could answer one question, is my business worth saving? Yeah. What would be the one thing, like if, if I wanted to know, is it worth yeah. saving? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing, and I kick this off right off in the beginning, is are you passionate about it? Do you love what you're doing? And you might say no, but my next question is, were you ever passionate about it? Ooh. Because sometimes you get into it because you love it, and then you're like, oh, it's a business. I have to do all this business stuff, and you don't like the business <laughs> stuff. You liked doing knitting or whatever you were doing. And we can get you back to just doing that. You don't have to do the business stuff. We can hire people to do that. We can outsource. So I, I really just need to know, do you love it? Or did you at least love it? It's got to be a yes in one of those answers for us to move forward. If you don't love what you're doing and it's not making money, why continue? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> completely, completely. And it's okay to let it go. I think a lot of us are going, but I can't. I'm embarrassed. What will people think? You need to find something that you love to do because entrepreneurship is way too hard to yes. not wake up every morning and love what you're doing. Oh, I agree so much. Yeah. What a great way to end it. So where do we find you? Yeah. So She's Building Her Empire is my brand. You'll, you'll be able to find that everywhere. The podcast, the Facebook group. Um, my website is she'sbuildingherempire.com. So really that is going to be your best way to find it. My name is not that easy to spell or say. <laughs> so I will probably send you that way. Um, I do have a freebie too, if anybody is interested yes. too. Um, so my, my newest freebie that I just came out with is called seven ways to go from overlooked to overbooked with high paying clients. So I'm super excited about that. So if anybody's interested in grabbing that, um, you can actually text, you can text the word her empire to two, four, five, eight, seven, and that will give you um, a huge workbook. We're going to dive through those seven steps and help you figure out how to create those seven steps for yourself as well. So I'll say that again, her empire. And then the phone number is two, four, five, eight, seven. Okay. So now I have to ask you another yeah. question. Yeah. The texting thing. Have you, how's that working for you? <laughs> so the texting thing, they say that most people listen to podcasts on their phone. Uh -huh. And when I'm at live events, most people have their phone out. So at the end of a live event, when I'm done speaking, I'll say that and people will actually pull out their phone and do it right then and there versus giving out uh, a domain name or something. And then sometimes, yes, I mean, if it's easy to remember, great. Yeah. My name, stacytushel.com. Good Not luck. easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You try to spell Tushel and then you tell me if you can find it. <laughs> you can find it. 
So it, it's just an easier way to do that too. Um, but yeah, I definitely still use domain, domain names on, on certain things, but knowing that podcast listeners are listening, a lot of times we do text messages. Yeah. That's so smart. And what program yeah. do you use for that? Um, right now I'm using, I think it's called a spell or pronounced Mozio, Mozio. It's M-O-Z-E-O. It's okay. really actually pretty inexpensive. Awesome. Yeah. And you buy a keyword so you can go see, see if your word is available uh-huh. and then you just get a message and you pay a pretty inexpensive amount for text messages. That's so great. And then do yeah. you, are you able to capture their email with that as well or yeah. just, yeah, perfect. So when it, when you text it, it'll actually shoot back and say, Hey, thanks so much for subscribing. Give us your email. And then that's how you grab it. And then you send out the information. Awesome. Yeah. You have provided us so much information today. I'm super excited to have picked your brain. And don't forget about her um, upcoming live event. And you can find out about that at losethecape.com forward slash empire. If this is what she can give to us in a 40-minute podcast (laughs) interview, I can't even imagine how great the conference is going to be. So um, thanks and and congratulations so much on everything that you're doing. Thank you so much, Alexa. Yeah, great. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you.